You're listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Charles, Watch for Zombies, Mondo, and Tommy B. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. Hey there, lovelies, and thanks for joining us on the 272nd episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. On today's episode, we're discussing a movie that spoke to us solely due to the fact that Janine Garofalo was in it. It's a new film Mm -hmm. called The Apology. It's true. As a reminder, we do tend to spoil movies, so continue at your own risk. The Apology is streaming on Shudder and AMC+, Plus. so if you feel like it, you can check that out before listening, if you're spoiler sensitive. Before we jump into today's film, let's get started with a segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Knock at the Cabin. It's got a February 3rd release date. It's written and directed by M. Night Shyamalan, who we, of course, know. Signs, The Village, Sixth Sense. That shitty movie we just watched at the beach. Oh, yeah, the, that the one. Kids old. and the thing. Old. It's also written by Steve Desmond and Michael Sherman. Uh, it's their first full-length but also writing new Transformer movie, a new Transformer movie that's currently in production. The IMDb summary is, while vacationing, a girl and her parents are taken hostage by armed strangers who demand that the family make a choice to avert the apocalypse. Sounds very M. Night. (sighs) I hate it. (laughs) I don't don't like that this movie exists. I don't want to see this movie. I'm still mad at M. Night Shyamalan for old. So, yeah. So, not, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for this movie. I love with my whole heart Jonathan Groff. Obviously, Rupert Grint, Mr. With Ron your Weasley whole himself. heart? Like, Jonathan even the part Groff, that's usually reserved for me? Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Ouch. No, that hurts. I um I love him and I love seeing him in things. And obviously I love Rupert Grint. Um so I will watch this movie. I watched both of the trailers. There's two up on IMDb right now. And the one that I saw in theaters was the one where it's only at the cabin and you only kind of like get a hint of what's happening. The second trailer, which kind of shows more of what goes on makes me uninterested and less enthusiastic. Not that I was enthusiastic the first time around, but like I was more interested in what I was going to be getting into. I think I think now I'm not as excited. Essentially. I I just I just, I don't get it. You have to kill one of your family members or the apocalypse will happen. Just doesn't make sense to me. I feel like unless you really dislike your family, you're not making that decision. I'm not making that decision. It just doesn't. It, we have to watch a whole movie of that. It just seems like a lot. What else are we going to get? 
you probably anything. not much. It's M night. It could be anything. I, I can tell you right now, it. it's I'm not going to be good. It. I'm telling you, it's not going to be good. If it I, is good, yeah, I'll let you know. I will be very, 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 <laughs> very, very, very surprised. Same. Watching the trailer I'm... made me cringe, so that's not a good sign. That's not no, a good not. sign. It's not. Watching the second trailer made me cringe. Watching both of them, I was like, oh, there's another one I have to watch. Fine. <laughs> um, it makes me Eventually. sad. It makes me sad that Rupert is in this. I wish he wasn't. What's his last name? Grant. I haven't seen him in anything in a really long time, and it sucks that this is what it is, you know? Um, he's on that Apple TV show Servant, which I think is also M. Night produced at, at the very least. Right. Um, I'm I'm still angry at him right now. M. Night Shyamalan and me are in a fight right now. So, you know, he did us dirty with old. <laughs> so. <laughs> really, really bad. Yeah. One of the worst movies I've seen. It was laughable. In recent history. Yeah. It's bad. It was a rough it's, movie. It's real rough. It is. Yeah. <sighs> All yeah. right. Well, let's get into let's get into our, our film today, which I feel like is going to be a discussion. I did not love this movie, but I, I think uh, we'll, well. Okay, let me intro it first. Yes. Um, please. The Apology from 2022, written and directed by Allison Locke. This is her first feature length film. The IMDb summary is: Twenty years after the disappearance of her daughter, a recovering alcoholic is preparing to host her family's Christmas celebration when her exchange Jesus when her estranged ex brother in law arrives unannounced, bearing nostalgic gifts and a heavy secret. That is a description. Yeah, it is. It is one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that gives us more than the than I was expecting. I don't think I knew this much about it when I turned it on. I knew very little about it. Yeah, obviously, we literally were just kind of scrolling, and we were like, "Oh, this one looks like it takes place in the winter." Sure, yeah. and it well, did. We were. I was on, we were on um, Shudder looking for winter themed horror films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this one was exactly that. It, it is. It the bill. It is. Yeah. It takes place on Christmas Eve. Yep. The whole and film then, does. And then the end credits is Old Lang Syne as the the music for the it's end true. credits. It's true. Um, this, okay. <laughs> I wanted to keep texting you while I was watching it. I'm glad you didn't. Because um, I would have started talking to you about it and I wanted to wait till we were recording to really yeah. talk about it. It was the acting for me that <laughs> I couldn't. Who's acting? Well, the the in particular, the gentleman's acting. Okay. I but can there, see that. There I thought a- Anna Gunn was amazing. She no? was great, but there was a lot where he felt so disingenuine, but I don't, like not on purpose. Like I know his character in general is like very disingenuine, but like in like I loved I spoiler alert, but I loved the the end where like the two women kind of come together to like do their shit. The yeah. last scene I think was really powerful or like the second to last scene where like, you know, whatever. 
Yeah. But the beginning, I was so distracted because it, everything just, it felt so melodramatic that I was like, oh my fuck. Like, I was just texting you like, what is happening? <laughs> like, what so is going on? I actually didn't hate it. So yeah. I'm not going to like, I can't agree with you on all of it. That's fair. I, mean, I, I think his acting, I can get behind that. It didn't bother me though, but I just think he was being outacted very strongly by Anna Gunn. Like well, she's, Anna Gunn's amazing. She's way more talented than he is. Like it's too bad they couldn't find someone better. That could match her. <laughs> but I don't because think I he was bad. Him. I just think she's just so good. Well, the, the, <laughs> the problem role. was is that I didn't feel any kind of anything between them and it was all on his side like because he's the one that was supposed to like have this weird infatuation with her and I yeah. never felt that at all like they they didn't have any chemistry and he just felt so flat and his character is supposed to be very multi-dimensional you know he needed to be more charismatic mm. and more like mm -hmm. persuasive yeah I don't think he quite pulled it off. I didn't think it was that. Like, I wasn't really distracted by it, to be honest. But, I mean, if you're going to pick at anyone's acting, I would say his was bad. I thought Janine Garofalo was delightful. I thought she did she a great delightful. job. She was um, great. So, I mean, I, I cried at one point. Like, Anna Gunn, I thought, kicked ass. Um, I did. I shed a tear towards the end of the film. The ending's really powerful. <laughs> The ending and is re is really good. I will say it it I I definitely was not engaged through most of the film, but the ending had me like a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I don't. It's not a perfect movie, but it's more than I was expecting, to be honest. From like a weird random Shutter film I turned on with Janine Garofalo. I don't yeah. know what I was expecting, to be honest. Except for okay. Janine Garofalo. <laughs> I mean, it's not really horror, right? It's no. It's like maybe thriller, but like also not because it's not very exciting. <laughs> it's not. You know, I'd say like drama a thriller, thriller makes me think like it's like it's thrilling. Yeah. And I don't. It felt more drama than anything else to me. But I'd it did have some creepy moments, I guess. Yeah, I would say drama thriller. Yeah suspense maybe is it is the did know. you feel suspense watching it no i was never i was never suspended <laughs> <laughs> i didn't feel suspense or thrill really watching it but i did feel sad so yeah i think it works really well as a as a dramatic film i don't not really well but it works as a dramatic film yeah more than like a horror i guess i would put it kind of on the same level like thematically as like maybe like gone girl or something like there's just okay. a very it's not quite actiony or thrillery or creepy it's just kind of like dramatic with some creepy stuff going on i guess it so uh imdb has it under thriller okay so i feel like that i fits. think that's fair i think that's yeah. fair yeah. Um I think the story is kind of interesting. It's a it's obviously it feels like it's a covid film. It's got to be, right? Because it was one seat one spot like it was in a cabin or a house basically the entire film with a little bit of Janine Garofalo in the snow 
not a lot of anything <laughs> else. So I would assume this is a film that they made during COVID. I don't know, to be honest. Okay. I'm thinking it doesn't really say anything. Well, I doubt like it would. But I feel like a lot of films coming out now that are like simpler and are shot in one spot, I think it's pretty safe to say that that's what it is. And you feel like a lot of isolation watching it, um, which I could see coming through with, you know, the whole quarantine period of our lives that mm-hmm. we went through a few years ago. Yeah. So I don't know. Even if it isn't, it feels that way. It definitely was influenced by it, whether it was intended or not, I would think. Yeah, um, I get you. I, li- I liked the story. I liked it. It was more of a character driven storyline there wasn't a lot of plot really happening you know a woman lost her daughter 20 years ago doesn't know where she is and then there's like this ex-brother-in-law that shows up what they didn't have a thing did they I think that they he had some sort of a infatuation with her for sure. And that's why he assaulted the daughter, right? Because she reminded yeah. him so much of her, of her mom. Um, and I think, I feel like they did. Well, that was his something. excuse anyway. Right. I feel yeah. like they did have something because at the beginning, they're kind of talking about, oh, how him getting everyone a book and a whatever, because he would, he would got that for her and it was like special. But then it like, they didn't want anybody else to know. So, because he's married well, to she's her like, sister. She's like straightening out her hair and fixing her robe and trying yeah. to look decent. I feel and like so, they may have had a little affair, but like he's married to her sister. So like, or maybe it was just like an uh, inappropriate flirting thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which could also be it. Sure. But like, in any case, like, you could tell they liked each other. They had something in common. They got along and he mm-hmm. was probably in love with her while married to her sister Mm -hmm. which is i guess a thing but you know then you sexually assault her daughter and then kill her and and then run away and pretend like you didn't while she spends the next 20 years searching for her daughter that's a thing that's not a good thing to do really that ruined his i think that ultimately that ruined his chances i would agree with that 100 (laughs) percent (laughs) he's not getting her anymore i mean i thought that the it's it's a it's a difficult character to play i think there's a a huge range of motions we get from anna gunn's character and um janine garofalo is just playing herself i feel like that's how janine garofalo really is in real life Mm -hmm. (laughs) i want to be her friend (laughs) i want to be her she's a great friend yeah, she is a treasure. She is an amazing friend. Um, I just, I don't know. I feel like a part of it, too, is I had a really hard time wrapping my head around or believing this situation. Um, I don't know. It just, I wasn't sold, essentially. And so I think that's kind of where it fell off for me. But that being said... Um, I will say that the performances by the by Anna Gunn and Janine Garofalo are great. Specifically Anna Gunn. I feel for yeah. her. Yeah, for sure. I do too. But yeah, and the, there there are there's definitely it's not perfect. I would never like 
say it's a perfect film. Like there's yeah. definitely some things, especially like Jack doesn't really make sense to me. Like Mm-mm. he is like sad and wants her to kill him, but also he wants to kill her or something. I don't really get it. Yeah, that's why I, I was so I was like, what's happening here? Why is it's, what's happening? <laughs> he's trying to control the situation. Yeah. And make her react a certain way, um, which I think is kind of believable. He wants her to kill him so that he can get out of this hell he created, right? This right. anxiety-driven hell he's created for himself. Yeah. Um, he doesn't expect her to, like, forgive him. He feels bad about it, and he loves her, but at the same time, he's not going to jail. Like, that's kind of what I got from it. So, like... I think that's the thing, and that's where I'm having a hard time, is I don't feel like he feels bad. I think he does, but I don't think he necessarily feels bad for what he's done. I think he feels bad for how he feels. Yeah. Like I feel the like aftermath he's more, of it. Yeah. He's more like tortured with himself because I I feel like there's a part where it seems like he almost wants her. He thinks that she'll just like let it go where he's like, can't you understand where I'm coming from? Like it just had to happen. And she's like, are you fucking crazy? And I'm like, who is this person? What is going on? And then all of a sudden he turn he turns into like, I wanted you to kill me. And I'm like, what is happening? I don't get this character's arc. His character is weird. His character is what makes the movie weird. A hundred percent. Yes. Which is interesting because we have like a a female writer director and I would say a lot of times with male writer directors like we get like kind of a skewed point of view of our female characters mm-hmm. but maybe this is like the opposite effect. I think where yeah. the writing of a male character is getting a little confused. <laughs> it's falling flat. Yeah. I can see that. Well, because there's so there's obviously a lot of dimension that has yes. to be happening in his brain for all of these things to be true that we're seeing on screen and we're just not feeling it. So it could be a mixture of the actor we got and a mixture mm-hmm. of the dialogue we get. Right. Because like, I, I can kind of see what we're trying to do. I just I can agree with you that I don't necessarily believe it. Yeah, there's no why there's no motivation. I feel like. Um, or if there is, it's very jumbled. Um, whereas her, I get like the whole time, you know? Yeah. And I think it's very realistic to have a woman who, when asked like, oh, don't you ever think about like revenge? And she like obviously lies because she's like, I don't want people to think I'm a psychopath. But then like when that switch is flipped, it's just like all fucking bets are off. Sure. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely things, there's real some really strong scenes in the movie. I thought, you know, when she mm-hmm. initially gets him in the downstairs and, like, has him tied up and is playing, like, the singing and having all the pictures and all the things like that. I thought that was very powerful. There's some really powerful, good scenes here. But, like, yeah, there's some that aren't. Like, what, how does he get out of zip ties? Like, that whole thing. He just oh, yeah, bursts out like of magic. those zip ties after yeah. <laughs> he was shot in the leg. Like, I don't know how you can do that. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's <laughs> definitely ways. Up. There's definitely ways to get out of zip ties. I just don't feel like exploding out of them is one of the ways, you know. 
Well, yeah, it's like when she, when like Janine Garofalo has the gun on him, he like all of a sudden is just like free. You're like, how though? Yeah, he gets free a lot. Yeah. And it doesn't really always make sense. Like there were a few times I had to rewind where I'm like, wait, I missed it. How did he get out of, you know, the ties he was in? No idea. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And suddenly he's angry and trying to kill people. But a minute ago, he just wanted to die. Like, if that, all of this was true, he just would have shot himself after he told her. Exactly. It's weird. Yes. Like, it why been... would you... Go ahead. Sorry. Why would you put someone through this trauma and then want to put them through the trauma of killing you? I mean, if it was... If this was really a thing... Like, just write her a letter and then kill yourself. 100%. That's what I was thinking the whole time. This could have been an email. Just kidding. But, like, this you know what I mean. Been, this meeting could have been an email. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I think part of it was he was hoping she would, like, be in love with him or something. No, it was so weird. Oh, like, she would for forgive him? Yeah. Or, I don't know. I don't know either. It was so weird. Or like maybe even just at the beginning when he first gets there and he tries to kiss her and she's like, uh, no, we're not doing that. And then yeah. he was like, by the way, I killed your daughter. Yeah. It. <laughs> Since you don't want to kiss me, I guess I'll tell you that I killed your daughter. Just so many weird things that I didn't get. No. But I there- will say for your first feature, this is great. You know. I know. I yeah. I think she did a great job. Uh, I look forward to seeing more from Allison Locke. But um, but I just had questions. I have questions, but it's not. It's not. I would give it like like a six and a half or a seven out of ten. I think I'd give it a six. It's very watchable. Um, it's not bad at all. I, I and I thought like some of it was very powerful. Like I said, I cried. Uh, no shame. I cried a little bit. No shame. <laughs> and Janine Garofalo is a treasure to behold. She really is. What a cutie patootie! And I love dog. her. I, I love seeing her again. <laughs> she had a scene. She, <laughs> I felt like some of her language was ad libbed. Yes, a hundred percent. Absolutely. <laughs> you appear to be loitering like to the dog in the snow like just hanging out it's like a snowstorm and the dog's just sitting there and she's like you appear to be loitering Could you please use the restroom that's so funny i thought that was very cute very janine garofalo thing to say yes she needs to do more things i agree i miss her i would love to see her more same z's and anna gunn too i mean it's just it is really lovely to see a movie like this where we have two older actresses playing a part i mean this film definitely passes the bechdel test and we have older actresses that aren't like you know the movie isn't about you know i don't know sex or love even it's just which is rare (laughs) to be honest um i mean it is about love but like I guess more like mother's love. Um, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was very good. I liked it. 
I would recommend it. No, it's not everybody's cup of tea, though. And that's yeah. that's cool. I if would, what we're saying doesn't interest you, then like I get it. Yeah. If you are interested in amazing performances by Anna Gunn, definitely watch it. Yeah. She's, she's fantastic. She is she a force really is. in this movie. She is. I want to see her in more things. Mm-hmm. To be honest. Okay. I don't think I've seen her in anything since Breaking Bad. I don't think so either. I'm sure she's been in other things, but I don't think anything I've seen. So it was good. I liked it. Uh, I, you know, for what I was expecting, which is like not much, um, I was into it. Um, but yeah. All right. That's all I got. That's all Beautiful. I got for this one. Anything else you'd like to add? That's it. That's all I also have. Okay. Good ending, too. Like a good, yeah. strong ending. Yes. Which is not is always this genre's strong point, let's be honest. But you. <laughs> a good, strong ending here. I liked it. All right. Well, it, we just had Christmas. Merry Christmas. We did. To all. And, and Hanukkah just ended as well. Happy Hanukkah. Thank you. How were your holidays? My holidays were great. I didn't really feel holiday holiday <laughs> holidayish. <laughs> no holiday uh, for you until um Saturday I went to Century City and they have a whole like every year they do like these cute little kiosk setups but they kind of look like little I don't know. They're like little pop-ups essentially for you to go sure. get more. I mean there's definitely still some like bigger companies there but like more smaller like handmade kind of stuff. Sure. Um, and they decorate it to look kind of like a train station and they have people come out and sing carols and it'll start snowing. And so like, that's kind of what really like made me be like, oh, this is, it's Christmas finally. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. Um, and then there was also a house here that did like a gremlins themed haunt, like on their side, like in their garage kind of and it was so <laughs> cool and it was so cute because it was just like this like family or group of friends I don't know that just put on this thing and built it and had it for free and you go in and they like jump out at you and it was just so cute and well done and I'm it was it made my Christmas for sure was it, it was in like really your awesome. neighborhood or something where did how did you find this it was um in so um my friend Jason's girlfriend runs strange Los Angeles like the Instagram account and mm -hmm. so he always kind of sends me like random things um also there's an account called LA haunts that has a lot of things because apparently there's like a lot of people that do this they do um, Christmas haunts. Do all year round. Like there's like okay. different ones. Um, okay. And so I saw this one and their last night was on the 24th. And I was like, I'm going to go stop by. And I'm really happy that I did. Cute. Yeah. That sounds cute. I think I could have handled that. I can handle you, a gremlins haunt. You could have. It was like yeah. more fun than anything. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. It looked cute just from like the little video I saw that you sent. Definitely was laughing the whole way through, and there was. I love fake snow. I don't know, yeah, because <laughs> like literally, it was eighty-two degrees yesterday on Christmas, which is like it's been insane. so warm. It's yeah. been unseasonably warm here. It really global warming. Yeah, <laughs> even um, though the rest of the country is like frozen to death. Oh my gosh, it's like blizzards galore. Yeah. Um. 
but yeah, so I, yeah, it was just, it was great. It was really cute. That's lovely. I did very little. I've been doing a lot of loafing and eating and drinking at my house. I love that for you. It's been great. It's been great. I watched a lot of Christmas movies. I watched a few new ones. I watched that new movie Spirited with uh, Will Ferrell. <clears throat> Will Ferrell and... Um, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Mm-hmm. How was which it? Which was cute. Did you see it? I haven't watched it yet. You I forgot about probably, it, like, It's a musical. So... <gasps> You know I love my musicals. I know you love a good musical. And I thought the music was pretty good. And Ryan Reynolds is a delight. It's not really very funny. I thought it would be more funny. Tracy Morgan's in it. Like, I thought it would... Like, it's all comedic actors. So I thought, like... There are some, like, cute, like, kind of funny moments. But it's not, like, a comedy by any means. That's interesting. Because, like, Will Ferrell and Ryan Ryan Reynolds together, I immediately think, like, oh, I'm going to laugh. Right. And I think that's what we thought, too. Because Tony does not like a musical. He's like, <laughs> stop singing and dancing and just, like, get along with the plot already. <laughs> this is not normal. People don't just stop and sing and dance in the middle of a thing. Obviously, um, he doesn't hang out with me very much. No, not much. Um, but I mean, ultimately, it was cute. It was like a it was kind of like a Christmas carol, but not like it was a play on it, um, which I thought was really fun. I thought it was oh, a fresh, like different new kind of idea. I, I don't hate that I watched it, but it's not really my thing. Yeah. You know, I feel like you would like it more maybe than I did. Um, but it was it was cute. And I watched um, the Banshees of Inishirin. Inishirin. Same. (laughs) Yep. I think I'm going to watch that tonight, actually. Inishirin. Inishirin. It is. I would love to talk to you about that. Okay. You know. Yeah. I would love to hear your thoughts. I'll watch it. It is very strange. Okay. Yep, that sounds right. But I, I don't. I was not expecting like anything in particular. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I was not expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting anything, but definitely not that. Okay, now <laughs> I, I am even more intrigued. I, I liked it. I just, um, I'm a little scared. <laughs> oh, like I, I. I Please let me know when you watch it because I would love to chat about it. Okay. Um, It is not what you're expecting. Guaranteed. Okay. Now I'm excited. (laughs) Um, I'm like, oh, she's scared. Count me in. I don't know if you'll like it. I don't know if I will either. I don't know if this is your thing. Okay. Question. Question. Do you like the station agent? I don't, I've never, I don't know. You've never seen The Station Agent. No. I. This movie is nothing like The Station Agent, really. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like the way the story kind of plays out is kind of similar a little bit. And so, for that reason, I was just kind of curious, just because it's, like, it's not a very plot-heavy movie. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, about it's a like very relationships, right? It's a very character-heavy movie. Not okay. a very, not very plot-heavy movie. Uh, but it's, like, I was, I, you know... For me, it was enthralling. Like, I didn't want to stop watching it at any point in time. But it's not a particularly fast-paced film. So just keep that in mind. No, that's fine. I like a slow burn. Did you like Three Billboards? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. Yeah. 
Okay. I can't wait. Let's talk about it soon. And I like in Bruges. Okay. Which he also well, did. Let's talk about it soon. Okay. Because, yeah. <laughs> Next episode. No, just kidding. Tony and I were, we're having lunch today and we're like, that movie was kind of weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was really fucking weird. <laughs> okay. Just making sure. <laughs> um, There is a dead animal scene. So just a word. Thank you. A word of wise. Um, it's towards the end of the film. I think you'll probably see it coming. Okay. Um, and it's not like particularly gory or anything, but okay, cool. I'm just as long as know. I know. Um, I kind of figured, and I was like waiting for someone to say something to me, but like nobody said anything. So it's that's... not like it's not a dog. I can tell okay. you that there is a dog, and the dog does not die. Thank you. Um. But there are other animals, and one of them does pass away, unfortunately, and it is sad. Okay. But it's not – you don't have to watch it, first okay. of all. Perfect. Um, And it's not, like, gruesome or cool. gory or anything. But it is sad, so I will okay. let you know that. Thank you. So that's, that's all as, I can tell you. As long as I don't have to envision anything, I'm, I'm good. You might. You might. Okay. But like, you might I, envision it even though, because you'll know how it happened, but it's not okay. like there's no blood or anything. Perfect. I can okay. deal with that. Okay. <laughs> I can deal with that. Thank Those you. Those are the most spoilers I'll give you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Appreciate you. So that's that. I'm trying to think if I watched anything else. Nothing, nothing else like really exciting, I don't think. I watched Emily in Paris in its entirety. Ugh. I just, I didn't even, okay, so when we were talking about this, we were texting about Emily in Paris recently, yeah. and you were just texting me constantly about how much you hated it, but yeah. also you kept watching it. And I was surprised by that, because you hated it, I was but like, you, can, this you texted so me throughout the entire day about it, so you obviously continued to watch it. But yeah, I didn't I was... know that a new season came out. So I oh, haven't yeah. seen it in its entirety because there's a third season, season I didn't happened. know about. Oh, Jesus. I tried watch watching the first and... <laughs> episode of season three and I was like, ew, I don't want to watch yeah. this. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's just so rough. Um, but I usually like cheesy stuff. Like, I love Sex in the City. I haven't watched anything else that Darren Starr's done, I don't think. But, like, I was like, okay, maybe this will be fun. I did not have a good time. Um, I just don't like Emily. And I, I think that's really a big problem like when the entire show is about her. She's kind of awful. I really don't like Emily. And they do something that I feel I feel like this might have been in season three. So I'm not going to like say it directly. But I feel like they did something that kind of just like blatantly ripped off Ted Lasso. And I'm like, come on, dude. Like, <laughs> get your own fucking... <laughs> Plot, get you know? your own thing <laughs> <laughs> um when you watch That's it funny. i feel like you'll know what i mean and if you don't let me know um okay. but it, yeah it's just it's so stupid <laughs> <laughs> mm. and now i'm done and so that's it whatever we're over it you know yeah, emily in paris is the number the number nine show from 2022. 
So there's that, which I don't feel like can be right, but it's on IMDb. So who knows if that's like real or not. I think it like just came out because I was seeing stuff for everywhere. And that's when I was like, ugh. And like people were like, oh, making all these Emily in Paris references like on Instagram, like all my friends and stuff. And I was like, is it really that good that this many people watch it? I, I'm i surprised no. that it's still on. Like I thought after season two, it would just be over because what else is there to say? Exactly. It's just it's not it's not a good show. No, it's not. But I also why did you watch the whole thing, Carly? <laughs> because it just Netflix keeps going and I just kept I let it. <laughs> I kept I feel, telling you to stop and watch The Great. I'm like, just stop and watch The Great. I think The Great's going to be my Peloton show because I okay. need to get back into riding my bike. Okay. Um, so I think that's going to be my 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 new Peloton show. Oh, I don't like that for you. I feel like you should pick a different Peloton show. Why? Because it's too enthralling. You can't exercise and watch it. No, yeah, that's why I do that. Mm, so I, know, I don't have like, to focus on what I'm doing. You're going to like actually. choke or something. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to fall off your bike. Look, I'm clipped in. It's fine. You need to, you need to watch something less exciting. <laughs> okay. No, because maybe then I'll be like, oh, my God, I have to like ride up this hill really fast because I'm excited <laughs> about what's happening on the screen. <laughs> oh, oh man. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, I don't I don't have anything else to say, I guess. Okay. Should so. we tell them what we're doing next week? Yes. Let's do that. Join us next week when we discuss New Year's Evil <gasps> from 1980, streaming on Prime Video and Paramount Plus. It's a new year of evil. It's going to be a blast, blast, bringing in our first episode of 2023. Hooray. 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 We should drink champagne when we talk about this. I mean, I'm drinking champagne now. I'm preparing. <sighs> I don't have any. I will I... next week. I'll make sure to get a little guy. Uh, please do. I think it's important. You might as well just get a big guy. I might as well get a big guy. Yeah. Because <laughs> you'll need it for New Year's too, right? That's true. That is the case. <laughs> All right. Well, until next week when we discuss New Year's Evil, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Carly.